1: Ball stolen lay a Blocked by Shagwa. Get that out of here. Rock the Shagwa.
0: Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the law offices of Rod Polston tax resolution line at 405-329-9000. Casey Thompson
1: back to pass under pressure. They got him!
0: Danny Stutzman! It's a sack!
1: Crossover. Cortez pivots in the paint he'll shoot from there and he
0: got it he got it it's the bichon show in norman now live from the brown o'haver studios it's the t-row in the morning show with toby roland and T.J. perry Three back of the iron,
1: no good. Long rebound, arms for three. Short on that one. Two seconds. Peavy with a rebound. He's fouled with point four to go. Micah Peavy, the Texas Tech Transfer,
2: may have just preserved the win here over the ninth rank Red Raiders in Fort Worth. An all-time record crowd sees the Bears. Knock off fifth rank Kansas tonight. 80 to 70. Bears over the Jayhawks here at the Farrell Center. And that's it. And they rush the floor here at University. Credit Union Pavilion, and your final score, St. Mary's 67, Gonzaga 57, and Gonzaga's 34-game West Coast Conference winning streak comes
1: to an end. Bounces it in, stolen by Marvin Johnson, he's got a breakaway, Marvin in the clear, to the rim, layup is good, Marvin!
2: Matty right at the foul line, into the lane, off to Lampton, left corner, Robertson for a three, good, at the buzzer, Oklahoma wins it! First pitch swinging,
1: bottom of the fifth, Peyton Graham tries one to left, and it's gone! The leadoff home run for PG, and it's 4-0 OU.
2: 2-1, hammer, deep to left field, walk it off, Jada Coleman sends the Sooners home on a walk-off, two-run home run. Oklahoma stays undefeated. Oh, baby, what a
1: shot! Other than that, not much happened. Good morning, everybody. It is a new day and a new week and almost a new month. Monday, February 28th, T-Row in the morning show time right here on The Ref, the home of Sooner fans brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Toby Rowland with you alongside my very best friend in the entire world, T to the J Perry on the other side of the glass. And we thank you for joining us. Wow, what a weekend. Uh, Not a good weekend to be a top ten team in college basketball. A historic and historic day for top ten teams going down. All of the top six teams beaten. Seven of the top ten lose. Sooners went a thriller in overtime in Bedlam. It was uh, Taylor Robertson hitting a three at the buzzer for the OU women. Jada Coleman, with one out away from defeat for the first time this year, hits a two-run walk-off, and the OU softball team is fifteen and zero. Baseball got two of three down in Arlington. It was a fun weekend, TJ Perry. Good morning. How are you today? I'm good. 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 That's great. Yep. That's great to hear. How was your weekend, buddy?
3: It was good. Good. Yeah, it was good. (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) No, it's good. It's fine. It's fine. (sighs) Okay. Um, Busy. Busy. A lot of those highlights you played were Go in ahead. like a two-minute stretch as I was getting you ready and Connor ready for the game Saturday right. night. That, uh, yeah, we had the women's game going live. I was in your ear getting you ready for baseball. She hits a three-pointer. Connor's yelling at me that OU's hitting a home run. You're going then into the baseball game. It was a. Uh, a wild swing there for about a two-minute span that uh, a lot of good happened for uh, Oklahoma. Yeah, between so. 5.45 <laughs> and 6 o'clock <laughs> yes.
1: Saturday night uh, was amazing. It was an amazing stretch. Uh, Taylor Robertson is just money. I've said it many times, but I'll say it again. One of the top five greatest shooters i've ever witnessed at any level male or female taylor roberts and if you have any problem with that you've never seen her shoot the basketball she's astonishing got her a walk-off shot the ou women or the ou softball team uh just didn't have it teach against tennessee i mean Tennessee is good. I'm just relatively speaking for them. They weren't their dominant selves. Mm-hmm. They were on the verge of getting beat a couple of times and they were down to their final out. And then they just said, no, we just don't lose. We just That's not what we do. So let's just hit it a little.
3: just walk, two walk run off and home go run. home, yeah.
1: Um, And then everywhere you turn Saturday, upsets. Top 10 teams going down. Crazy finishes, overtimes. Uh, That was just a gloriously entertaining day, Saturday. Not as much on Sunday, but Saturday. From start to finish, from the 11 a.m. tip-off to midnight when St. Mary's knocked off Gonzaga. In every sport, every game in America, T.J., was a spectacular finish. It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) That's just about true, I think, yeah. It's amazing my soul needed it a little bit you know I mean that's one of you that was a long day and I laid my head on my pillow at the end of that day and I'm watching St. Mary's Gonzaga and I was like thank you God thank you for today that was a great day first off oh you won both games on Saturday that I called basketball and baseball so that's good but just Uh, The games I listened to on the radio were great games. The games I watched on TV were great games. Uh, The games I called were great games. It was just a heart-happy day of sports. My very best friend in the entire world tweeted something nice about me on Saturday. I Come did tweet on, something man. nice about
3: you. I what did. a
1: guy, look at you tweeting something I nice about you. Tears on me to your Saturday. eyes
3: in the middle of a broadcast. Oh, look at holy me. Holy
1: cow. I mean all weekend I've been I've been on cloud nine after that tweet. I mean look at that TJ Perry <laughs> tweeted something nice about me.
3: I, lo- I love
1: you too you, best had friend. A,
3: you had an impressive performance this weekend i was just letting people know yeah thank
1: you very much yeah thank you very much
3: well i just i just saved myself oh, uh, the back boy. of the chair was loose again and i caught it this time it's tightened back up i we almost had another, another tragedy. Fall.
1: no more falls at your age uh so anyway there you go yeah it was a busy weekend that was a uh, anything you need to know about I-35, TJ? Any updates you would like about any of the... Is that construction still going construction on? or anything?
3: Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, that, I don't need any update. It's been happening for you know, 25 years. So. so Saturday, really the
1: only tight fit. And it wasn't even that tight of a fit. But uh, I went down Thursday night. We talked about that for the game Friday because I did the show in Arlington Friday morning. And, uh, and then we called the game Friday. I decided to stay Friday night and prepare in Arlington and just come back early Saturday. That way I could just stop in Norman, call the game. Okay. And uh, so that was good. I could prepare Friday night in my room in solitude. Got a great night's sleep. Woke up six o- – or got on the road at six o'clock Saturday morning. Uh, got to Norman – Plenty early. I gave myself some cushion just in case there was no issues on a Saturday morning on I-35. I just cruised home in the Lloyd Noble Center two hours before tip. No problem. The only thing I joked about was, well, as long as we don't go to 17 overtimes, I'll be fine (laughs) getting back to Arlington for the night game, baseball. And, of course, sure enough, we go to one overtime. Which you know, I don't know what, how much. Uh, I was about 15 minutes, maybe it caught, uh, an overtime. I don't know how long it took, but that g- gave me a little later start. But I still had plenty of time. I mean, it's two and a half hours from the Lloyd Noble Center to Globe Life Field, and I left at uh, let's see, two o'clock. Two o'clock. I got in the car at two o'clock, and we had to go on the air at six. So I had four hours to get there two and a half hour drive I had 4 hours to get there no problem well i get in the car and i put on the uh the little uh, you know map that talks to you the talking map thing and what do you prefer by the way google or apple maps
3: uh typically or a, Waze. uh google is what i end up using typically i don't uh, know what okay. the car set to to be honest when i use it on the dashboard
1: uh so i put i put in the little thing get me home and it Instead of two and a half hours, it says 315. And I notice, you know how you can see on there the little uh, areas that are yellow and red? Mm -hmm. There's a big old red area at Paul's Valley.
3: Of course there is. At that
1: construction area. But it's Saturday afternoon. So I'm like, what's going on? Is this just construction or has there been an accident? or it's? 3:15. Three fifteen. Now doing the math in my I mean I'm just looking at the dash. It says I'm gonna get there at five fifteen. I'm on there at six. I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got I'm gonna be cutting this tight. If the, if this gets any more, if I run into anything else. So I'm panicking a little bit. <laughs> and as I start to go down the road, that ETA is getting higher and higher. Like whatever's going on at Paul's Valley is He's getting worse and up. worse. Right. Five twenty now I'm gonna get there. Five twenty five now I'm gonna get there. Five thirty, I'm gonna get there. So I'm going through my head, like what can I do? I know you guys are gonna be on the air. Maybe you can keep carrying the women's post game till I get, you know, all this kind of stuff. But uh the worst case scenario is unfolding, TJ. Oh, you went to overtime and we've got some sort of a bad situation going on I thirty five. Well, I get within about seven or eight miles of wherever, you know, where the backup is. And the most glorious thing in the world happens. And kids, uh, I just want to explain something to you that are younger than us listening out there. What I'm about to tell you was an impossibility Uh, in our childhood. I would say up to five years ago, maybe seven years ago. We used to have to navigate by handheld maps, okay, <laughs> and even when we started getting those Garmin's, you remember those Garmin's that you would stick oh, on your dash? Don't whatever? get me
3: started with my family and the Garmin's, okay?
1: Or the early days of Googling. They didn't have this, but but my Siri pops on my screen and says Accident ahead, there is a faster route that will save you thirty two minutes. Woo!
0: I'm telling you,
1: you would have thought a good old-fashioned tent revival broke out in my car. I was (laughs) dancing and praising the Lord, man. I was like, yeah, you know, it it gives you the option, like, I don't know who, no thanks or, you know, yes is the two options on the screen. Who pushes no thanks? No, you know what? I, I just sit in traffic. I couldn't have hit fa- uh, yes fast enough, TJ. I was like, oh, "Don't don't hit the wrong button here." Yes, 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 yes. And sure enough, it shoots me around the Paul's Valley wreck, and I get there in plenty of time. Back on track, I'm back to my two and a half hour pace, and I'm there in plenty of time to call the game Saturday night. But that of of the Ooh. of the Taylor Robertson three, the Jada Coleman walk off, any of the two home runs yesterday, the Marvin Johnson still on Saturday. None of those were as exciting as when Siri hopped on my (laughs) Landers Tahoe and said, I can save you 32 minutes with a workaround.
3: (laughs) Now, I would figure at this point, OU has one of those uh, helicopters with the giant magnet where they could have come and lifted you over Paul's Valley. Yeah, they got one of those. Dropped you off uh, past the construction. They do, on, but
1: uh, Brent demands we use that for recruiting. Oh, now, is that is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're going to the SEC and all, all hands on deck. It's a part of the soul mission now. They get the giant magnet. <laughs> no,
3: that's why I didn't have to ask you for an update on 35 because I knew there was construction at Paul's Valley.
1: Thad Turnipseed is in charge of the giant magnet from now on. Whatever he says goes.
3: <laughs> that's right.
1: Now, oh, of course, there's two construction areas, uh, Paul's Valley and just on the other side of Paul's Valley. Yes,
3: never and, ending.
1: In, anytime on a weekday or, you know, God forbid, a rush hour, you're going to run into traffic. But usually not on a Saturday or Sunday. Like the other three times I went through there this weekend, it was fine. You slow down to 65, you go through construction, it's not a big deal. But that one time, the one time I needed it most, something happened. There was some sort of an accident in there, was there some or something. jack
3: wagon trying to merge too late and hit somebody or something. There's no doubt it was a jack wagon. Because There's no doubt of, it was. By the way, with the way that construction goes at 35 in Paul's Valley, those of you that are worried about this turnpike coming through Norman, you will be dead for 100 years before it happens. So uh i don't know that we need to worry about it too
1: much well, who's worried about a turnpike going through norman oh um, my gosh norman you gotta relax well I, th- 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 you it- gotta it's not worry about everything
3: it's, it's other areas too uh oh, heaven it's,
1: forbid it's, we have a road that would lead us no, faster no, 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 no. No, to no. other places it's taking
3: people's homes and land, so they're like uh, this is my home sorry we're taking it so yeah uh, good
1: give it up we need a turnpike <laughs> I don't want to build a gym <laughs> well, for children. What I'm saying I is don't they don't wanna, have to
3: worry about it. It's not going to happen for like 100 years is the way they go with this construction. It's going to take a while. I've yeah. never seen a town that worries
1: more about everything than Norman. Knock it off. you. Uh, anyway, uh, so it was a wild weekend, and we made it, and uh, we won a bunch of the games, and almost all of them except for Friday in baseball. And that's good. That gives us a bunch to talk about today, Teach. So we should have a fun show. We should have a fun show. And, and TJ was in the house on Saturday. I got to talk to you about your day in the Lloyd Noble Center on Saturday. It's going to be fun. All right, you could jump in today. I ain't comment any of that, Any anything that happened. 405 329 You could text the show, Air Comfort Solutions, text line 405-651-3439. Underway in a new week. We'll be back.
0: The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad-boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, Exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle, Tuttle Exit 108.
3: Norman Regional Health System brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. Norman Regional Hospital, the Health Flex, a number of specialized professionals across the Norman and Moore area. They're here to serve you with all your South Central Oklahoma health care needs. Air Comfort Solutions text line. If Oklahoma wins out, wins at least two games in the Big 12 tourney, do they have a shot of getting in the tournament, Toby?
1: Oh yeah, they're in if they do that. But I don't. I I think uh, that you've gone one, two win far. I think if they win their last two regular season and one game in the Big Twelve tournament, they get in. But that's saying a lot. I mean, that's uh, that would be uh, West Virginia on Tuesday, which will be a minimum bump, minimal bump for them. At Kansas State, where they haven't won in a decade on Saturday which would be a nice quad one bump for them. And if they do that, they are probably either the six or seven seed, which means they're going to have to play the two or three seed in their first game in Kansas City. And, you know, that's either Baylor or Texas Tech. So that's – they're going to be a significant underdog there. But that win there would be huge if you beat either one of those teams or Texas potentially. I think that's probably enough. That would give you a four-game winning streak. Your net is still pretty good. It's in the 40s after Saturday again. And uh I think that would get you in. Now that depends on how many random uh, people winning seed stealers mm. you get, right. bracket, you know, bracket busters things like that. But that would be the number we've we've been talking about all along is uh get to 18 wins. And that would get them to 18. So I think they need some form of three more wins. The easiest path would be these last two regular season and one in Kansas City. If they only get one of these last two, then I think they need two wins in Kansas City.
3: Missed that first segment, slept in like Toby does. How grumpy is Toby since he worked yesterday and didn't get his Sunday nap? We may you may have the game wasn't till later. Did you get a Sunday nap? You may not have needed one. I didn't need one.
1: I slept yeah, I in. Slept in yeah. on Sunday. Sunday morning, yeah. that was beautiful. I uh, I slept as long as I felt like it, which was eight thirty, and uh, I got up. Yeah, this is kind of sad. You ready for a sad story? I got up. I uh, I watched a little Sunday morning TV. Uh, let's see what was on. Uh, there was some pre- Premier League soccer and uh, <laughs> the Sunday morning cooking shows that I like. I'm in a hotel room, by the way, in Arlington. I uh, took a shower. Sunday
3: morning cooking shows I like. Yeah, I like
1: a Pioneer Woman on Sunday morning. <laughs> I did a little bit of uh, prep in the room, but I didn't need to do much because I knew I wanted to go over to the ballpark early. I wanted to go watch TCU and Nebraska. I hadn't had a chance to watch them yet. And uh, there's a very cool place where the kind of the staging area for the teams that are about to play, they've been putting them in these club areas at field level at the ends of the dugouts. So your, like, head is even with the playing surface. You're actually, like, if you're standing up, you're standing below the playing surface. But your heads right there. They got they got uh, uh, high top tables there and stuff. And I was like, I'm gonna go there and prepare and watch the game from field level. That'd be cool. So I, you know, I got around and showered and, and I decided I'm gonna get something to eat. The uh, and I didn't want like I'd eaten with the team the last couple of days. I was like, I'm gonna just grab something on the way to the ballpark. So I get in the car and I'm like, I don't know. I'm looking around the places around me and there's we're we're staying in an area with some uh, a couple of sh- uh, sh- strip malls there, not strip malls, but you know the places where you can. Oh, if Kevin Henry was with me, I think he could have got a pedicure. Uh, there was some restaurants. There's like a <laughs> Qdoba and a Jimmy John's and a, a McDonald's and yeah. Okay. Like, oh, Philly feel, feel like fast. And I, all of a sudden, I caught kind of The corner of my eye, I see there's a sit-down Mexican restaurant. And it's 11.30, so it's acceptable time for some lunch. I have skipped breakfast at this point, which I often do. And I was like, I'm going to go have me um, lunch at a Mexican restaurant. And I I did. I went in and I ate by myself at a Mexican restaurant yesterday for lunch. It's not sad. Uh, Yeah, it was a little bit sad.
3: A a little bit. I don't have a problem with eating alone. Like, there are people that can't do it. I'm not one of those people. I can go and sit down somewhere and eat alone and be perfectly fine. I don't need you feeling sorry for me or anything. So I don't, I don't, you, you wanted Mexican food. It sounded good to you. Go eat Mexican food. Nothing to feel sad Here's about. The thing.
1: I was in and out in like 20 minutes. They don't mess around in those restaurants, TJ. I was like, <laughs> I sat down, boom, there's chips in front of me, right? <laughs> they say, what do you want? And I was like, I think I'll take this. Boom, it's right in front of me. I'm like, oh, okay. How about? I went over to the ballpark and uh, watched that game. It was a great game and finished prepping for our game and uh it was a good kind of a after Saturday it was kind of a nice lazy day it was nice
3: well good even as busy as you were uh the sleep the sleep schedule worked right for you except for last night you got home late last night but the the rest of the weekend uh, worked out for you
1: Saturday was a little crazy driving back and forth but Uh, No, I didn't really miss out on any sleep all weekend. I got a really good night's rest Friday night. I got a really good night's rest Saturday night. The schedule couldn't have worked out better.
3: The last text we have here says that their head is spinning, that they were flipping back and forth on the radio and uh, from different areas (laughs) watching so many different OU things that they think Marvin Johnson may have hit a home run and they're not even sure what all happened they were watching and listening to so much it was it was busy it was busy
1: uh it was it was a crazy day and if you're a Sooner fan it was a great day Sooner
3: men win bedlam
1: Sooner women on a walk-off softball on a walk-off uh even baseball got an exciting two to one win on Saturday so Saturday was a really really good day in Sooner Nation All right, when we come back, let's play the Porter-Moser postgame reaction after the Bedlam win on Saturday, and then i got to ask you about uh, your trip to the LNC coming up. We'll take a break. It's a Monday morning on the T-Row in the Morning Show.
0: The Ref Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado, we can help call
1: 405-735-5510 putting on the headset right now coach congratulations on
2: the win you talk about needing something in your life yeah. um, these young men needed this really bad i think the fan base needed this really bad and i just want to thank them first and foremost they it was um, it got the students were great behind the basket um, and I thought they did a really nice job. And so we just we really needed it, and uh, we were we were trying to give it away for a sec- <laughs> For a second, we shot a, an ill-advised shot in transition up three. You know, when you want to have a good possession, you got and then gave them a chance. We um, missed a couple front ends and one on ones. We had a, a just an incredible turnover on the inbound. We just dropped it. On the inbounds, and then we came off corner shooter. We never, like, it's one of our themes don't ever help off a corner shooter. You know, we came right off the corner, and then Rondell Walker hit that three in the corner. It was just a series of events, but to find a way to come back in overtime. And uh, we ran two little actions, 21, Mo, Mo got a little pin down for a three. Um, then we ran the side out of bounds, he, he got fouled. Um, and then Marvin Johnson steal. I thought Marvin uh, kind of, it's been tough. He hasn't had practice time. You know, he's, he battled back to get himself in the rotations against West Virginia, really helped us win that game in West Virginia. Yeah. And then he gets hurt the next game. And then he, he's battled back again from that injury and then, I said, you know what? He's from Oklahoma. You know, if anybody, he, you know, let's let's roll with somebody from Oklahoma. It's and CJ Nolan Bedlam, yeah. tweaked his knee, oh. so CJ hasn't practiced the last two days. That's why we didn't see CJ Nolan. He he tweaked his knee and hasn't practiced in in two days. And it just so we went with Marvin. When the game gets forced to
1: overtime, you know, it looks like he got it won, and they go on the big run to close it there. What did you say to the team? Because that's a tough spot to be. Are you like. talking about regulation? When it, yeah, when it go into the regulation, they go on the eleven yeah, yeah. two run to force it into overtime. They had all the momentum. Correct. What do you say to your team?
2: You know, we, we regroup. Like, let's go. Five minute game now. It's a five minute game. We just got to have good possessions defensively. They were really getting us on. You know, we were we we guarded so well for so much of the game, and then they got it going. We were just incredibly tired, and yeah. we were our ball screen coverage. Rondo or uh, Avery Anderson was either getting to the rim or when the big help they lobbed it to safe for a dunk, and they just kept on going to that. And uh, Avery Anderson was terrific. He just kept on going downhill. We we were really we were just gassed. And uh, and so and if we came with another help for the big, he lobbed it up. He really really did a nice job in that two-man game um, in the end of the regulation and overtime. And uh, we got just enough stops um, and made enough enough plays. Marvin got a nice rebound. We got a nice transition layup. So um, you know, I, I it just really needed this.
1: You point. We asked you about keys to the game in the pregame interview. One of the things you pointed out was uh, transition defense. You only allowed four fast-break points today,
2: all day. It was it was a really key, I, and I really thought we guarded our tails off up until the last four minutes of regulation in an overtime. They really started just going to that one, at and Avery Anderson. But um, up until then, what did they, what did they have at halftime? Um, 19 at half. Mm-hmm. They had 19 at half. Um, so I thought we, we really had them that the – Really took down their transition game, but you got to give them credit. These, these guys, they, they fought their tails off to get it back in, to get it to overtime. Oklahoma State did. Um, but, yeah, we just told them, I mean, let's go. we got to keep believing. The last question, I'll let you go because I'm trying to think like
1: you think here at the end of the game. It's a two-point game. Marvin steals the pass. I think there's 17 seconds left. And he turns and he starts to go up court. And I'm sure there's a little bit of, you know, don't go. Let's work some clock. No, go. You're in the open floor. Uh, there's a lot of things, I'm sure, going through your head
2: there. Well, I, I waited, and he got out so fast, his athletic ability so fast. I was about to put the stop sign up yeah. because I should have done it with three minutes left of regulation when he, when he locked and loaded right. from that right. three. We were up nine or something, and he locked and loaded. So I kind of – he took two steps, and he just got out in front of the pack so fast. And if you can take a wide-open layup, it's better than getting fouled in, yeah. in that. If you get a wide – we always tell you, if you got to go in and take a contested layup, circle out. If you can go up uncontested, take the layup. And uh, – and he, he just, he stole it in his first two, three strides. We just got separation. And then you were just, you know, at that point, you just let him go. Bedlow's fun. Oh, man. It? Just so excited to get that one for, yeah. for a lot of reasons. For us, don't count us out. I mean, I, the, the dangerous thing in this world is people that have a heart when you count them out.
1: Porter Moser, after a thrilling win, you led it pretty much coast to coast. They led over 40 of the 45 minutes in that game. But... Oklahoma State goes on a an 11-2 to two run to end regulation to force overtime, and you couldn't help but think, oh, my gosh, this thing is going to get away. They've been ahead all day. They've been ahead by double digits all day, and they're going to lose this basketball game. <laughs> and uh, kudos to them because all of the momentum was on the side of the pokes going into overtime, and uh, they scored first, too, in overtime. And Mo hit a big three that seemed to kind of, uh, all right, here we go, kind of in overtime, put OU back in front and uh, played really well from that point on. Uh, T.J. Perry was in the house on Saturday. Did you guys have a good time, Teach?
3: We had fun. We had fun. What a weird game, man. It was a weird game. And I'll say this. I can't go to games anymore. I can't. I'm going go to ahead. end up with a restraining order. I'm going to end up on an episode of Dateline. I am mesmerized when I'm in the arena by Porter Moser. I cannot take my eyes off the guy. He is Where were you sitting? Um it would have been behind you to the left. Um just before the curve. So, uh diagonal from the bench, the OU bench. Uh, okay. That behind. Behind him. the bench. Yes. And okay. I can't Stop watching him, man. He is fascinating to watch coach a game. And his energy, the anger, there's times I want to know what he's yelling at the assistants because he does that half cover his mouth, just losing his mind over the simplest (laughs) thing. I can't stop watching him. Like... When uh OSU is shooting free throws down at the student end and he's going nuts trying to pump them up and he's waving yeah. his arms at him and he's like pumping his fists and I'm like, This guy is unbelievable to watch. You've he gets joked down about to that it. The deep crotches, defensive squat. Yes, <laughs> And he's running out halfway on the court sometimes that you're like, you know, get back, dude. <laughs> like you can't be out that far. Uh, I can't keep my eyes off of him when I'm in the arena. It's just He's he's incredible to watch to me the, the the amount of passion that dude has and you've joked about it putting a Fitbit on him or something to track his yeah. steps and his heartbeat and all that like there's no doubt like this like I said the simplest thing can go wrong a, a, a turnover that you know probably shouldn't happen but and he loses his mind and he'll spin to the assistants and just start cussing, just yelling. I don't, I, and I'm like, man, I Maybe, wish I was. Don't a, know what he's saying. Well that's what I'm saying. I <laughs> wish I was a lip reader right now. I want to know what he's saying right now. But uh, it was a weird game, though, because OU kept that comfortable lead through most of it, eight to ten points, but it wasn't pretty on either end. And then they go on that no. run, and it wasn't even like one of those runs that you're like, whoa, I can't believe they just slapped that on them like that. It was even that kind of that 11 to run was kind of clogging through the mud and just lobs inside that Avery Anderson. Yeah. And gets the lobs inside on a couple of them that are just like, yeah, that shouldn't have happened. And this, and then all of a sudden you look up and it's like that 10 point lead is like, boom, it's gone. And it's like, they're going to win this or tie this game. And like, sure enough, they did. And then it just, it wasn't pretty all day long, but it was, uh, it was an entertaining, not pretty. That's for sure. And, uh, I I sat there a lot of that game too, thinking, man, if it wouldn't have been the delays at the beginning of the season for him, and then Porter mentioned the the injury, were kind of held him up a little bit there. I was the whole time I'm thinking Marvin Johnson needed to be on the floor 25 minutes a game this year. Like would have been nice. he, He impressed me a lot on Saturday, and obviously had the. The big bucket. He's, to, uh, he's still in the air.
1: wrong place a lot of times, and mm-hmm. you call out a play, and then the, somebody's got to go tell Marvin you're supposed to be here. And There's a lot of that going on, but his sheer athleticism overcomes yeah. Yeah. some of that, a lot of that, anyway, and he made the play of the game. It's amazing how many times in Bedlam an Oklahoma kid is the star. It's just amazing. <laughs>
3: but yeah it was a uh, it was fun and kudos was fun. to
1: you I, if i could you were very nice to me so i'd like to be nice to you kudos to you uh, a lot of people overcome a lot of things in life to support their favorite team uh whether it's financially or otherwise and uh you were an inspirational story on saturday uh your family delayed their saturday lunch so that you could go to an OU basketball game. And I know it was hard. I know it was hard. You relayed a little bit hey. of the
3: trial and tribulation to me. The two people in this world you don't want to see hangry are my wife and my kid. And my kid was losing his mind, which drives me nuts, because if we're at home, like when he's out of school for these ice days the last few days, he's, a, he's an idiot. He will, he will go – He'll wake up in the morning and he will go and all of a sudden it's four o'clock. He's like, "Oh, I'm starving. I need to eat lunch." And I'm like, "Dude, we told you four hours ago to eat lunch. You're not mm-hmm. eating lunch at four o'clock." But if we are uh, like at the basketball game, he had just ate Pop-Tarts. He had just ate. We told him we're not getting lunch here. We're gonna wait till after the game. Twenty minutes into that game, he's like, "I'm starving. I can't. I can't take this. I've gotta go <laughs> get something. It's like I told you, we're not getting anything here. You just ate breakfast. You can wait. And oh, he was he was dying. Oh, I gotta have food. Then it
1: goes to overtime. Yeah,
3: then it goes to overtime. I'm dying. I can't make it. I'm like, if we were at home, you wouldn't eat until four thirty in the afternoon. Stop.
1: What a sacrifice, know, ladies and, and gentlemen. Some so, some people give so much for their favorite team.
3: They gave out the you know barrels of Takis after the game. They this were sitting is on outside me. the exit. My kids like scooping up bagfuls of them.
1: It's my fault. It really is. Uh I know you haven't been to the Lloyd Noble Center in a few years, but there are concession stands true. there. That's not
3: true. They have put in food. Uh, I realize there for that. To I realize at. that. Yes. Okay. I know. I know.
1: I didn't know if you and your son knew that you could you could <laughs> buy something there.
3: Tony, we're on a tight budget right now. We're not getting anything at the LNC. All right. Quick break. We'll be back. Don't know much about history. Don't know much biology, don't know much about a science book, don't know much about the French I took, but I do know that I love you. Toby and TJ on the ref. This hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. Big thank you to them and all the work they do in the Norman and Moore communities. Air Comfort Solutions text line. This is the text we got the other day, and I don't know what they're talking about. How long will the app be avail? Oh, unavailable through the Google Play Store. Uh, they are working on that. It should be sometime soon. Hopefully, I got an update from somebody uh, last week that's working on that. I'm not the one dealing with that, so hopefully soon. I kept reading that as available. Get off TJ's like, back about it. Uh, so sometime soon. Hopefully sometime soon. What are they talking now about? Get a All real right. phone 4, with Google Play 8? phone. The Android phones. Come on. Who, who uses an Android phone in today's world? Yes, I'm an uh, iPhone snob, okay? Uh, let's see here. Don't you hate it
1: when you get a text from someone that's green? Don't you immediately <laughs> yes. think, it's like, think of the lesser? Yes. Like, why is this text green?
3: Loser. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh This texter says the Lloyd Noble in general isn't as bad as everyone likes to say it is. uh The no. concession price and efficiency is our biggest complaint. Very slow moving lines. This is from mm. Jeff and Burleson who traveled up for the games. He said we went to the concession at halftime, got back to our seats with 11 minutes left in the second half. Face no, slap palm, palm to
1: the face emoji. That's unacceptable. I didn't know. I mean, I don't go up there and buy stuff from the concession stand, so I don't know how clogged it is. But we got to move faster
3: than that. Uh, congrats. We need TJ. to
1: hire Chick Fil A to run our concession stand.
3: <laughs> well, Chick Fil A needs to run every uh, business. It doesn't matter what it is if you uh-huh. want efficiency. Uh, congrats on making it to a game this season, TJ. I've made it to more than one. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> way to go, Teach. Way to get there. <laughs> it, this person says it's more than I can say for myself. Uh, but the hangry family member is a real thing. Bravo planning around that. The hanger is real. <laughs> for
1: those who are new to the show and don't know, uh, TJ and his family eat out twice every Saturday. Uh, <laughs> Once for lunch and once for dinner. It's just what they do. So an 11 a.m. tip was really inconvenient on Saturday. I never said you that. You're the one
3: saying this. I never said it oh. was inconvenient. You're the one that's saying it was inconvenient. Well,
1: yeah. I'm just relaying the story. Your your wife and your son were dying of hunger. Usually you would have eaten around noon, I assume. Where did you end up going after the game?
3: Whataburger.
1: <laughs> a, boy. a boy. <laughs> What about Saturday night?
3: Uh, I was up here at the station with you for a little bit on baseball. Once I left here, picked up Payway on the way home. Had Payway. No what, it
1: was a Whataburger Payway Saturday. Waterburger
3: Payway Saturday. I haven't had Payway in a while. That sounds pretty good. It wasn't bad. wasn't bad. Uh, let's see here. Good morning from beautiful Clearwater, Florida. Have a great day. Good morning. Boomer. That's from Clearwater Sooner.
1: Thank you, Clearwater Sooner.
3: Ah, we are caught up. are caught up. <laughs> the anger is real, by the way. I, I'm not even playing around. Do you get that way? No. No, I can control it. I can go quite a while being hungry. My wife is the worst. Like... You better get her some food if that mom if that uh, if that moment snaps in for her, you're done. You're done. You better go find some peanuts, go find some something to put in her stomach. <laughs> Doesn't matter what it is. But she was fine on Saturday. S- it was my kid's Saturday. It wasn't her, so Do you ever say to
1: her, you know, maybe you're getting in the car to go to the lake or maybe it's a situation like Saturday, do you ever say, "You better eat something." Or you're gonna get angry.
3: Uh, never have and that, to. And
1: that makes her angry because she's like, "Don't you tell me when I'm gonna get angry?" Does that ever happen? I've to never you?
3: had to mention that. She's very good about keeping numerous snacks on hand, or protein shakes, or whatever it may be. So she's got granola bars. In <laughs> granola bars stashed away somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> the kid, on the other hand, he's a train wreck if something goes wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Was he just ticked off when the game went to
3: overtime? No, he was not happy. He was not happy. Like oh, I said, man. like I said, when we we're leaving the Are arena, we staying for got, overtime. He tried taking the whole barrel of Takis they had sitting outside the exits, the free Takis <laughs> And I'm like, dude, put the Takis back. That's for other people too. And he's like, I need talkies. He's like scooping them up in his hands. <laughs>
1: you can't eat talkies without like a two bottles of water. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Mouth burst into flames. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, quick break. First hour of the week in the books. It's the T Row in the Morning show on The Ref. Good morning, everybody. We'll be back. And
0: running around. can't go on.